Hi, this is Ann Cavero with Speeding Past 80. Thanks for joining me. I've got just a note from last week. This Wednesday, my granddaughters came to the door, oh, about 10 o'clock. They'd been to Grounds for Thought for breakfast, and they had a bag in their hands. In that bag, they had what was that morning the last powdered sugar donut in the pastry case and an apple fritter. They'd heard the podcast from last week, and if you heard last week's podcast, you know why I appreciated that last powdered sugar donut. Today's story is called Congratulations, You've Won. This morning on Facebook, writer Parker J. Palmer quoted Thomas Merton. I'd like to reshare his quote. In Merton's book, New Seeds of Contemplation, he wrote, The more we persist in misunderstanding the phenomena of life, the more we involve ourselves in sadness, absurdity, and despair. But it does not matter much because no despair of ours can alter the reality of things or stain the joy of the cosmic dance, which is always there. Indeed, we are in the midst of it, and it is in the midst of us, for it beats in our very blood, whether we want it or not. Yet the fact remains that we are invited to forget ourselves on purpose, cast our awful solemnity to the winds, and join in the general dance. Lately, I've been thinking about cash lotteries. Merton's idea of casting off sadness, absurdity, and despair to join a cosmic dance seems to fit in with what I've been thinking. I've been thinking about lotteries, and in particular, the recent $1.5 billion jackpot. Somebody in Florida finally did win that huge jackpot. Whoop-dee-doo. Since I do not live in Florida, it wasn't me. And since I did not buy a ticket, I didn't have a chance of winning anyway. Talk about sadness, absurdity, and despair, and there you have it. That jackpot hadn't been won since April. I suppose it took millions and millions of people chipping in a few hard-earned dollars to raise the price to such a humongous amount. Presumably, those buying lottery tickets are people who want more money. Yes, please, me too. But I no longer buy lottery tickets because I do not believe lotteries provide a realistic path to the American dream. So, how much money does it take to be happy? How much is enough? I read of one study that said above a certain amount, a person's happiness level does not increase. I think they may have said something like 80000 a year. So people making 300000 a year were no happier than those making 80000 Well, money by itself does not create happiness. But let's just say not only you did buy a ticket, against all odds, you won. Would you be happy with a modest payout, say a measly million or two a year? Would you use the rest to create a foundation dedicated to making life better for the estimated 140 to 150 million orphans in the world today? Or how many tiny home parks could be built in major cities? How many scholarships would that much money provide for children in foster care? You see, there's a radically different way to think about resources. Maybe you remember the old folk tale, Stone Soup. 
It's a good illustration of what happens when people share to make sure everybody has enough. Briefly, here's the story. Three hungry soldiers are on the way home from war. Never mind which war. There's always a war. At the end of the day, the soldiers are hungry, and they come to a village. Well, soldiers are always hungry. Doors quickly close. The villagers hide, believing they have nothing they can spare for hungry soldiers. The soldiers manage to get a pot from one villager by telling him they're going to make stone soup. A fire is built in the town square. The pot's filled with water, and the soldiers put three stones in the bottom. Curious villagers gather. As the soup boils, the soldiers take a taste, and one says, Oh, the soup is good, but if only we had an onion. A villager remembers an onion in his basement, and he adds it to the soup. This goes on until all of the villagers find forgotten potatoes, carrots, cabbages, and other vegetables. When the soup is served, everyone has more than enough to eat, and everyone is amazed that such a delicious soup has been made from just three stones. In the New Testament account of the loaves and fishes, Christ preaches all day, then realizes there's no food for the hungry crowd. One boy has a few loaves of bread and some fish. He gives everything he has, and through the grace of Christ, not only does everyone have enough, there are leftovers. That's the way life works when grace is in charge. Lottery thinking reflects the way the world does business. Millions contribute, and they walk away with nothing, while only one person walks away with everything. What if people lined up to buy lottery tickets to build wells for clean water all over the world? Or what if we had a lottery to build group homes for orphans until every child in the world had a clean, safe place to sleep? What if we finally realize that when those with the least win, all of us win? I wouldn't have minded winning a billion and a half dollars. That's the truth. I will still buy a lottery ticket to support a local raffle or a good cause. But I want to stop thinking in terms of being happy because I might win the lottery. That kind of thinking does little to change the world. Anyway, every emotion a lottery winner goes through can be experienced by ordinary, everyday people like you and me. Even without buying a lottery ticket, I can still have all of the hope, anticipation, joy of winning, the excitement of being part of some great good larger than myself. We are each invited to be part of what Merton called a wonderful cosmic dance. There's great joy when each of us realize just by being here, we've already won. The real jackpot is life itself. So, if you're alive, congratulations! If you're here, you've won the jackpot. What are you going to do with this enormous gift? Spend it all on yourself? Spread it around for the good of others? Think carefully. We must choose wisely. This jackpot is a once-only opportunity. Life itself is the enormous check we take to the bank. Thanks for listening. This is Ann Cavero with Speeding Past 80.